here and I look at them, trying to get them to adjust where this is supposed to be. Most of the time they weren't paying attention. I'm up there like. Now, as soon as I get up here, they're going. There's three, all three of them up there, making sure I get get everything right. It, it takes having good people around you to make to 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 get you to doing things the way you need to be doing. But anyway, oh, today is a simple message. Simple message. It's Father's Day, right? I think we'll be real good to you, you know, and real real kind to the fathers. And you know, I'm not, but. I am uh, I'm going to tell you a few things today that I think will help us all. So, with that, I want to go to Proverbs 29. <laughs> if everybody knows this one, right? Everybody knows this? Well, there's no revelation to people cast off restraint. We have... We could, that's the New King James Version. And other, and other different, but they've got a, you know, a million different translations. This one being the weakest one of all because there were so many, so much fewer words back at that time. They couldn't, weren't very descriptive. But, um, but my favorite has always come from, from the, the Spanish Bible. It says, where there is no progressive vision, the people run about like wild, wild horses or they perish really. They just have no direction in their life where they're going to go, what they're going to do. And what I thought was, was cool is the way they put where there's no progressive vision. You see, God didn't give you a vision of everything that's going to happen at the end. He gives you a picture of what's the next stage, what's the next stage, what's the next stage, where do you go next, where do you go next. So, so life's not about one one big vision that God has for you. It's about multitude of visions because his his vision is progressive because because of where your walk would be with Him, the good, acceptable, or perfect will of God. So, His will is progressive. It's not regressive. It's progressive. But um, what I thought was was interesting with that was, in other words. If we're not progressing, we're not seeing anything different. If we're not going, if we're not getting to to step A, we're not going to get to step B. And man, there's a lot of steps after that. And so we've got to learn how to get from from step A to step B a little bit quicker. And it's one of the reasons is this in in in, um, in the book of Genesis, the thirteenth chapter. I talked about this several weeks ago, but I talked about Lot and Abram. They were together. And they were for years. I mean, and, and Abram was became the richest man in the world. You know who's number two? Lot. Why? Because Lot hung out with Abram. And so, they got to the point where they had so much, they couldn't sustain it all. In other words, there wasn't ponds... Big enough to water both of them's flocks. There wasn't enough fields big enough for them to, you know. And they were all together, and they were starting to argue and things like that. So um, God told Abram, He said, "Don't you separate yourself from Lot." And so Lot went to Abram. He said, "Hey, I mean, uh, Abram went to Lot, and he said, "Hey, man, we can't last like this. 
you tell me what direction you want to go, and I'll go the other direction. And so Lot looks around, it looks real pretty over here, you know, grass, and back there is wilderness. He said, well, I'm going to take this way. And so Abram said, all right, fine, I'll take this. And what happens in the 14th verse, watch this. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, did this happen before he separated himself from Lot? No, it happened after he separated him from Lot. Lift your eyes now and look for the place where you are, north, south, east, and west. He says, I'll, uh, this is your inheritance and your descendants will be as many as the stars in the sky. And you all know that. That's the first time he talked to him. To, to him about it. I thought, there's another time, I think in the 17th chapter, I didn't, I didn't give you all that scripture. In the 17th chapter, God told uh, Abram, he said, I have made you the father of many nations. He didn't say, I'm going to make you. He said, I have made you. And he didn't have a descendant. And that's when he said, you're going to have a, a child. And uh, when he was 100 years old. You know, I would, but anyway. Don't even want to think about it. Um, in other words, you are not going to. He, he told him about the possession in the first meeting. In the second one, he said, it's been done. But he didn't have a. Child, there was no heir. He said, "I've made you, but it's not been done." It's just that's why we go back and they refer to this chap, this chapter in the in the uh, in the book of Luke. I think it is goes back and it says, "For God has made Abram, Abraham, the father of many nations." It's, it goes into that that description of how faith works. If you believe it, you've received it. That's a, that's what. Um, God was showing, showing us. So, in the 14th verse, it said, after he left him. Why did he not, why did he not, give him the vision while he was with Lot? Because if he just shared the vision with Lot, that the vision would have been tainted. We all know what happened to Lot and his wife, and, and and all the things that happened with them, and and but these things didn't happen to Abram. Why? Because he would not be unequally unequally yoked with anybody, and there wasn't anybody that was on Mo, uh, that was on Abraham's level other than you know. Who got appointed? But anyhow, let's move on. I'm 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 on boring you to death. <laughs> God showed me something years ago about vision, and uh, I tried to build a church one time and it didn't work. And God told me He said. Build people, and I'll use those people to build a church. 
So that's the way things work. You don't you 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 don't always. Did God tell me to build a church? No, He told me to build a world outreach center. He showed me this. I have a vision of it. It's what we're going to do. We're going we're, we're going to minister locally, regionally, nationally, internationally. I mean, that's and that's what we do. Don't get me wrong. That's, that is what we do. But there's more to the vision than just the vision God has for the church. There's individual visions that are included, all included in this thing. You know, the the vision that, that, that Stephen has, the vision that Dorothy has, they're all included, and we're as a group come together to help those visions come to pass. It's the, the church's vision. It's not the only vision. It's not even the most important vision in your life. It may be, who knows? God may have you doing something totally different. You know, but if we want to get to where we're supposed to be going, we all have to help each other get there. We have to share the visions. We have to get together and, and go forward. Now, I want to go to not a very popular scripture, as you will soon, soon find out. It's in Romans, the fifth chapter. <laughs> Therefore, just as through one man's sin entered the earth, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin. Just as one man sin, death entered the earth. Not by one woman. Not, I'm not. Don't. Not by one woman. By one man, sin entered the earth. So who does the blame fall on? Both of them sin. So who did the blame fall on? It blamed. It fell on the blame fell on the man. Is he going to have to have some? Yeah, but the blame fell on the man. God came to them and said, hey, what have you done? And again, what did Adam say? That woman you gave me, right? No, that ain't the way it is. That ain't the way it is, Adam. You sinned. By one man, sin entered the earth. By that line of thinking, fathers, by one man, sin entered the family. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. By one man, sin can enter a family. Well, that's not true. Well, then why, how come does the Bible say that the sins of the father be passed down to the third, fourth, and fifth generation? It doesn't say the sin of the mother. Come on, fathers. Aren't we excited to be dads today? <laughs> aren't you glad you're a dad? Fathers, let me, t- let me tell you something. That was my dad's favorite. I mean, I say? not my mom's. 
And I was good with that, you know. Because I wanted my, my dad's acceptance, my dad's, you know, attention. My mom, eh, so not so much. I was just like that. You know, I just, but when I was, when I was a kid, my mom would, my mom was a narcissist. She would, <laughs> I mean, I tell this, you, she would drive over the Shreveport Barksdale Bridge and tell my brother and sister, I'm pulling over, I'm going to jump. And they go, oh no, no, no. You know, how sick is that? She do them. But anyway. But she did it with me, and I was like, stop, jump, I don't care, you know. And she, and she never, uh, anyway, I, I was a terrible child, and she was not. But I don't care. She said, you never once cried. I said, I didn't care. I told you. Uh, <laughs> my mom was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. She was. But there's something about that father. There's something about the father. He The father of the family, if if the mother's a Christian, I don't make make sure I don't make the family a Christian. But when the dad becomes a Christian, them boys, them kids gonna go to church. That's just the way it is. Mom is well, you know, I, I'm under the authority of and blah 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 blah, and I'm not gonna do this. But but when daddy gets saved, when daddy gets saved, hey, we going to church. We're gonna be there. You're going to be there if I have to beat you to death to get you there. That's what was told to me when I grew up, and I believed it. I went. Didn't like it, but I went. So anyway, if Proverbs 29.18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. And take that over into the family. The most important thing that a man of God can have is a vision for his family. If you don't have that, you're not going anywhere. You're, 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 your kids will not be a su- successful because of you. They may do it in spite of you. Who knows? You know, but, but you've got to have a vision for your family. I mean, come on. If, if we hadn't learned anything from 2020... We don't want to have to repeat the same thing. And if you don't have a vision, you're going to continually repeat the same action over and over and over again. Our, our nation has no vision. That's the way, reason it's so disturbed. We've got um, all types of organizations, churches as well, that have no vision and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and they wonder why they're struggling and they just don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They just think to come to church to become the church. And Well, that's not the reason for church. What, well, what is the reason for church? They just, they just get confused. Why? Because they've got no vision so their mind wanders and, it, and they perish in everything that they do. So I'll show me a visionary and I'll show you somebody that's going to get stuff done. Man, it's going to get things to do. Hmm. The most important thing you can do is get a vision for your family, though. All right, well, okay. I got some questions that y'all might want. No, that I figured you would ask. Okay? How do I get a vision? It's a pretty simple. I mean, it's pretty simple. 
Because most people can't answer, cannot answer this question. They'll be up there preaching on vision and ask them, well, how do I get it? Well, you know, it's God-given. No, it's not necessarily, not necessarily all God-given. There's, got, there's some effort on the, on the human side of things to get it to happen. That's what people don't realize. Well, God's got this. No, not, not, not totally. He needs you to get something to, to get, be a part of the solution, not to just say, well, it's all on you. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. God's got this. Get me out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing, the first thing you do is you ask for it. You have not because you what? You ask not. That's pretty simple, isn't it? You just ask God. God, give me a vision for for my, for my wife and I. Give me a, give a vision for, for for my children. Give me a vision for our family. What we what we should be striving to be. And where I'm telling you, God's given you a way to show you the best way to succeed in life. It's through a vision that he'll give you, and all you have to do is ask for it. There's other ways to get there, but that's that's, that's step one. Getting your word. If you don't know what God wants to do, look at his word. He says he's going to be pretty much the same, do everything pretty much the same way. You're not going to get God's vision if you don't have God's Word. If you don't have that Word coming in, you're not going to get that vision coming in. You don't get that Word in, you don't get that vision going out either once you get it. You've got to be constantly fed. Constantly fed. Constantly fed. Alright, the third, the third way, and, and I'm telling you, this is the fastest way, this is the fastest discipline there is to a Christian. This is the fastest discipline to vision. The fastest discipline to the power of God. The fastest dis- discipline for revelation is fasting. Amen. Lord of God. Got a bunch of Octavia people here. They should be happy. We're starving! We've got... <clears throat> okay. Fasting. What do you do? You kill your flesh so you build up your spirit. Therefore, you, you're, you're more in tune with spiritual things during that, during that time. And even afterwards, I know a lot of times, after, I don't get anything, and then two weeks after I've been fasting, bam! It's just, it's just crazy the way that, that, that God works. But it's the fastest way to get there. It's the fastest way for power. It's the fastest way for revelation. It's the fastest way for vision. It's the fastest way to get almost anything. Because God gives you a physical way to break into the spiritual. That's the only time that He's ever done that. If you all understand what I'm saying? He's using your physical body to tap into spiritual things. That's the only time He does that. He's saying, if you want it, you can work for it. It's like extra credit. You know what I'm saying? I, if it wasn't been for extra credit, I wouldn't have got out of stinking middle school. You didn't have some extra credit? Because yeah, I needed some extra credit. Because my credentials were not up to par without some extra credit. 
But this is what I, that's what I call fasting is extra credit because it is something you can work for and receive from God. There's no faith in, fa- in fasting. It's a discipline. It's a discipline. Extra credit, man, I'm telling you. You can take a D to a B, just do a little extra work. No, it worked for me from first to the 15th grade. I'm sorry, I did three years in senior. But anyway. Oh, yeah, it was a bad joke. (laughs) I put, oh my gosh, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this down. Oh, goodness. Don't be a deadbeat dad because you lack vision. If you ain't got a vision for your family, you're not a good father. So fix that. And everything else will fall right into place, I promise you. If you, if you, if you love your children enough and you love God enough to hook those two up through a vision for your child and you don't take that, Man, what a loss. What a loss. My children, this is just me, okay? This ain't Bible. This is just Paul. So, I had my my children are convinced of two things. One, that I am their biggest fan. They all know that. Number two, I believe they can accomplish anything they set their mind to. You know why? Because I've told them that from the day they were born. Um, Izzy, you ask her today, what's your dad tell you before you go to bed? Dream big every night. You've got to love your children enough, fathers, to... Have a vision for their life going forward, not just for their vision, not for a vision for what they're doing right now, not for what you're seeing that your child do, but for what you've seen the potential for your child to be. That's where we're striving to be. All right, I'm, all right, I'm, I'm getting, I need to hurry up. I know it's Father's Day. We need to beat the Baptist at the stove and the restaurant. We got to do it. Because there's more Baptist churches in town than there is anything else. I'm not picking on the Baptists. I just want to eat before they do. Be willing to tap into that vision with everything that you have. Be willing to die to accomplish the task. I'm telling you. I know that sounds crazy. But it's true. I've told people before, hey, I'll, I'll give up every, I'll give up church, I'll give up whatever, you know, if that's what God wants me to do, man, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm good with it. Let's go, whatever. And um, they say, man, that, that's what you've done. That's your life's work. Well, no, not, that's this part of my life's work. I don't know what the next step's going to be. And maybe it may be it. Who knows? But until I get a vision, I'm not going anywhere. Anyway, anyhow. 
<laughs> Other people will not understand your vision. In other words, nobody loves your baby like you love your baby. They're not going to get it. So you don't have to cast it on them. They're going to see it. They're going to see things happen. They're going to see the way things progress. And it's just... It, it, Okay. All right, here we go. Get a vision with your spouse. I'm not talking about a significant other. I'm talking about a husband or a wife. Get a vision. Ginger and I went to Mexico first of first of this year. And we decided that we were gonna there's some things that we wanted for this year. It was not a resolution whatsoever. It was vision. That after the diets you gotta get gonna eat healthier we're going to exercise more we're going to get off of medications Paul's going to learn to quit snoring if there's one thing in this world I could change about myself that's what it'd be I hate it and everybody thinks it's the funniest thing oh my god and I'm going I hate it I hate it I hate it so I'm getting. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get my sinuses rotorooted. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. They said they can do that, and then if that doesn't work, they cut your tonsils out, and that they cut your uvula. Well, they just keep cutting until they quit. Till I quit. I don't care what they cut as long as I stop snoring. Ginger said she's always wanted to just hold a pillow over my face until I just quit. <laughs> Oh, oh! I got a huge vision for no more snore. All right, vision. I'm gonna stop. Vision is this: it's a gift from God to make you happy, successful, and how to win at life. That's what it is. If you if if you are the father, you need a vision for your family. You need a vision for yourself. You need a vision. You want to be a part of a vision in your church. You want to be a, you want to be an active participant in what's going on. And if you don't have a vision, what's going to happen? Not you, but the people around you perish. Isn't that, isn't that what it says in Proverbs 29? Where there's no vision, the people perish. Visionless people perish. Men and women with vision succeed in life. Amen? Stand to your feet. I'm done. I don't know. I told you it was simple. And it was. But we need vision in our life. I want you, if you're a father, I just want some dads to raise their hands. I want to pray for you. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus.